Welcome to Your Happy Place podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Ross. I am an entrepreneur and a real estate investor. Each week, we will be bringing you interviews about real estate investing, property management, and sharing inspiring stories. Are you ready? Let's get started. So today on the podcast, I'm so pleased to have Ray John here with me. He's from Jacksonville, Florida, and he is a real estate investor who specializes in land flipping. Welcome to the podcast, Ray. Thank you, Gina. Thank you very much for inviting me. You're welcome. So please tell me how you got started into real estate investing initially. So I was a car dealer in Hawaii. And then I was kind of looking at how to make more money. So it's a human nature to grow, right? See that people selling land, selling, not land, I'm sorry, selling houses, wholesaling houses that make about, you know, one house that's equivalent of my like four or five, sometimes even 10 car profit, you know? So I was like, maybe I want to do that too. So. I tried that. It didn't work out well when I was in Hawaii uh, to do wholesaling houses. It's a very tough market there. I tried uh, virtual wholesaling houses that didn't work out well either. And uh, I was kind of lost. I mean, I've been trying for six years. Yeah, not too much results to, to have. And then I found out land investing. So that's when everything has changed. How did you make the move from Hawaii to Jacksonville, Florida? I came to Florida about a year ago, and that's when I decided to take land business seriously. So I was in doing land for about three years already, but not too much of uh, things. And then my first year, I made 250000 flipping land. And then uh, my second and third year, I just make a deal here and there, but I decided to take it to a brand new level. That's why I moved to Jacksonville and do land full-time. Amazing. And so how much would you say, and I'm, I, I guess it would vary quite a bit, but how much did you make your first year? Can you repeat that? I didn't quite get that. Uh, $250,000 on my first year flipping land. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. That's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it wasn't because, you know, it looks sounds like a big number, but that's uh, almost uh, 200 deals. So that was uh, that was very hard. You know, you have to do like a lot of deals to make it happen, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's an incredible amount of deals. So how do you find the, the parcels of land that you're flipping? How do you go about finding them? I was, uh, you know, when I hired this mentor, when I first started, I paid him 70000 But he told me to do like terms deal. I didn't really like it at all. Uh, which means you buy a land, you sell on terms for uh, $150 a month payments. So that was like, uh, you know, I was like, if you want a payment, why you don't go to apartment investing, right? The land default rate is like crazy. And uh, whereas apartments, they have to live in there, so they have to pay you. So I thought, you know, this one won't work out. So how about I twist it a little bit? Because this, those guys, like the coaches, taught a lot of people doing terms terms deals. It's like, what if I sell my land to those term investors, right? They need land to, to sell it on terms, right? So 
what I did was I went to the county that they want to buy and sell land. So I market to people who only own land for more than five parcels. And then I market to them the message go like, hey, my name is Ray. I want to buy all your land. If you want to sell, just give me a call. I hit one guy and he has like 300 lots in one county, 300 parcels, right? So I bought 200 of them. I sold it back to those term investor guys. I made $250,000. So. Okay, I see. Very interesting. And so is most of the land that you're flipping, is it is it located in Florida? No, that was in Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So after that, I was like, you know, how can I repeatedly do that? Because not a lot of people has like 400, 300 parcels, right? So, and then it's been, I've been, you know, wandering around for like two years and don't know what to do. And then I made that decision to move, move to Florida. And then I found a guy, he did a couple million online flipping, infill lots. So he buy and sell infill lots. So that's, that's what I always start to do. And they start to have big results. Okay. So there's a lot of land in Florida that needs, needs to be filled. So yeah. is, is that... Do you get a better price? Uh, not only in Florida. I split land virtually anywhere. I right. flip about a hundred lots last year. They're in Texas, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Colorado, Arizona, California, and Hawaii. So I have never been to any land I flip. So there are a lot of uh, demands there. And uh, I teach people about market selection too, right? So when you choose a market, you have to choose a market that's uh, people need land in the first place. You don't want to go to New York and try to find the land. Uh, mm -hmm. New York is kind of losing people. Uh, New York lost about 300,000 people compared to people coming in last year. So wow. that's uh, not a very good market. So you've got to go. So the secret is going places that have land that people are moving to. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. So great. Uh, so what tips would you give to investors who are trying to get started and doing something similar to what you do? I would say there are two things that you cannot avoid if you are not success in this business. So for the first one is uh, you have to focus. So the, the that thing really bothers a lot of entrepreneurs, including me, because as an entrepreneur, we always, always have a lot of different ideas. We want to try that. We want to do that. And uh, this new thing come up. Maybe I can try that too, right? So that's a common mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make. But you have to be really focused on one thing. You Remember this. You are not going to be the next Elon Musk. Maybe you will. I can do multiple companies, uh, multiple companies at the same time. But I sure cannot. If you cannot be the next Elon Musk, just focus on your one thing, right? So that's the first uh, thing we need to focus. And the second thing is find someone who already done the results and pay him and ask him for what actions I need to do to have the similar results. So uh, a lot of time right now, we are in the information overload. There are YouTube. I don't know what kind of social media is. There's TikTok. And you can search information like in a heartbeat. But the thing is, there are too many ways to do it, even in one small thing. 
So there are too many noises. So sometimes you get confused. Which one should I choose, right? Sometimes sometimes you don't know. So you have to find someone first to have the results you want and just ask him, what should I do? And then you're good. So do not take free advice on the internet because those free things, you know, if you play games, you know, the free games are always the most expensive ones. You know, they lure you in for the free stuff and then they charge you in the back end somehow, you know, so. Those are really great tips. I I think definitely as an entrepreneur myself, it is hard to focus. And it's certainly hard when you're real estate investing. I've certainly been there before where we go from looking at duplexes to apartment buildings to maybe we're going to do senior complexes and build stuff or affordable housing or something (laughs) with land or, you know, all the things. And um, yeah, focus is really important because you'll just spin your wheels forever. (laughs) I think uh, the problem comes from uh, people tend to follow the money. So because they they see people making money, big money, and then they follow the money. So they try to do what that, whatever that guy does. And then there's another guy making bigger money. So you follow the money, you're, you're going nowhere. But instead, choose follow the passion or the niche you want to follow. Yeah. And in, in every niche, there are people making money, a lot of money. So... Yeah, if you're focused and then bringing consistent effort, um, you're gonna do, you're gonna do well. And so, yeah. yeah, so land is a really cool topic because I I haven't had any other investors approach me to speak about land that that are doing flipping it in Canada for sure not. And so, so I find that I find that fascinating. When you go after a parcel of land and you're you're looking to make sure that you're in a, a state in the United States that um, has more people moving in than moving out, and mm. they have they have land available, what other things are you looking for? Like, does the location matter? Does it matter if it's in a rural setting or farmland or can you tell me a little bit about that? Definitely. So I teach people about the donut strategy. Donut, you know, it, it has nothing in the middle, but to find the middle part is important. What is the middle part? The middle part is a major growing city. So let's say uh, Dallas, you know, uh, uh, Florida, you know, there we have Tampa, we have Orlando, you know, those kind of cities that are growing like fast and then that's a donut in the middle but we want to target those market that nearby that growing city so about 30 to 90 minutes from the major growing city and uh, because in inside the donut is very uh competitive and and there are so many people uh, want to get uh, something inside but we don't look inside we look outside so you're you're kind of getting you're thinking outside the box. You're just you're getting close to a major city, so it's a little bit more affordable. And yeah. the suburban crawl is going out to that area, so it's attractive as well and uh, a cheaper price. Yeah. Absolutely, amazing. 
so that makes a lot of sense to me. And can you tell me a little bit about the mastermind that you had shared with me that you're involved with called the family? Yeah. So the family is a mastermind in the States and the owner is Matt Andrew and he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Right. And we have, uh, so many good people. That's why he can attract people inside the group. Uh, we have, you know, he's going to have an interview with, uh, not an interview. He's going to have a meeting, like a mastermind meeting with Robert Kiyosaki and Mike, Mike Tyson, you know, those, uh, those kind of big haters, right? So inside the group, we have a lot of well-known educators inside the group, and they kind of uh, influence the industrial a lot, like Ron Lagrande, Tom Crow, you know, Joe McCall. So they're all very big names in the States. And, you know, that's, uh, if, if you encounter with some the right people, you can definitely uh, make it a lot, a lot of more revenue and make more connections, right? So. Yeah, the connections that you make in groups like that are amazing. And I've been a part of mastermind groups myself. And it's um, it's so important to be surrounded by like-minded people that are interested in the same things, mm-hmm. sharing experiences. And people tend to share very openly their, their successes and their failures, which is very important and, and encouraging, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And so what are uh, what are some other resources that you've found to be helpful in your journey? Is there any book or podcast recommendation that you might have? Uh, of course, your podcast will help a lot of people. And uh, uh, there is uh, some other book I would like to, to read as well. So I think my strength is more like uh, negotiation and how to uh, talk to the sellers to get the maximum profit, right? So, uh, there are three books, uh, about negotiation I can share. The first one is called Never Split the Difference, got by Chris Walsh. And the second one is called Go for No. So that's a very good book. And the third book is called, uh, Flip the Script. So it's a yellow book and nothing else, just a yellow book, very, very skinny book. And that's what three books I can read. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit more about the book about flip the script? What is that one about? It's about when you talk to anyone trying to negotiate, a lot of people that try to push, right? So they'll be like, uh, if you want 10,000, I'll be like, how about 9,000? How about 8,000? Right? So you try to push and then the other party will feel like, oh, I don't want to do that. So it's like you go to a mall and then, the cashier or whatever, the, 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 the worker there, just follow you around. You don't want someone to follow you around, right? So you kind of have this uh, resistance feeling at the beginning. But instead, I try to lead instead of trying to push, right? So if you, if you tell me, I don't think I can, you can sell the land for 10,000, I'll be like, Oh, I, you know, don't worry about it. I, I don't even know I can do it for. For, for anything that close because of this, uh, this, right? So you, 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 instead of pushing, you leave, right? So it's like a relationship. If you have, you know, if you have been, you know, I'm not talking about you, Gina. I'm talking about anyone. So if you have been dating anyone, you know, uh, if a girl or a guy try to leave and you want to follow them, 
right? So if a if you're if you're a lady listening listener, and a guy always try to push you and try to get you some way, what do you do? You run away, right? So if if that guy is so charming and he always feel like you always feel like that guy is charming and you feel like he always have somewhere to go, and that's the guy you feel very attractive, right? So. That's the same with any relationship. Either it's buyer and seller, husband, wife, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, or just dating, right? So the same thing. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's sort of like caveman days, like the hunt. We want to, <laughs> <laughs> we want to right. hunt for what we want. And there's value. If it's leaving the table, then you suddenly want it more and you see the perceived value because you don't want to miss out. It's like the FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. No, that's an interesting strategy. I like that a lot. Um, Ray, I have a, a question that I always ask my guests, and that mm-hmm. is, where is your happy place? Garage. <laughs> so I love uh, guns. I have uh, uh, several guns. I go to gun range a lot. No, I, the, we couldn't own guns in China, right? so we, we have to. I, I buy a lot here. So. Oh, okay. So you go yeah. to the gun range and you... Yeah. Uh, you enjoy that? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I like travel too. And I think we're going to go uh, Belize uh, soon. Like there's a very small island called Belize. It's very beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. I know my, my youngest daughter talks about Belize. She would like to go there sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of um, <laughs> A lot of Canadians invest in in real estate there, so I'm hoping to get there sometime too. You'll have to let me know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy that a lot. And so, my final question is: Please share with our listeners where they can go to find out more about you and connect with you. Uh, I'm in Instagram. Uh, do you guys use that? In absolutely. Yep, we sure yeah. do. Yeah, it's called a uh, virtual flip land. One word, so V I R T U A L flip land, and I'm uh, there. So, okay, perfect. Well, thanks so much for sharing that, and thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Thank you very much, Sheena. Thank you for listening to Your Happy Place podcast. We really appreciate you tuning in, and until next time, stay cozy and kind. <laughs>